talk about it. What is that, your, is that your baby's name? Huh? What's your baby's name? Layla. Layla, okay. She's so cute, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Fucking tight, man. Man, two for two, man. Could have went either way. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? Like, could have had a little boy? Could have had a little ugly baby. Oh, yeah. No, that's definitely a possibility. <laughs> yeah, ugly babies are a thing. I don't know why people think that every baby is, like, not man, ugly. I'll be Nick. totally honest. If I had an ugly baby, baby ugly. Yeah, that's it. We were just running with it. We were just running with it. You know <laughs> just what, what, can, what can you fucking do? Hopefully, the ugly duckling turn into a swan. I'm not even hoping for that. There's too much hope. Because, <laughs> <I>, uh, <laughs> man, think if you think about it, bro. If you're waiting your whole life for your kid to be attractive, nigga, that's a long ride. You're going to be waiting. Yeah, because you're going to stop your kid from shining. Yeah, Because you're waiting. Who told me the other day? Somebody told me it was a quote about hope, and they said that hope is dangerous because um, on the other side of hope is an expectation that that thing will happen. Mm -hmm. So what happens if it doesn't? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you're hoping that your kid's going to be attractive, (laughs) next thing you know, your kid's 30. And you know the shit that you really hope for don't never happen. (laughs) Like, this shit don't And that's not even, so you just got to equip your kid with, like, Dressing nice, and yeah, yeah, smelling good. You yeah. gotta have, you know, other tangible shit. Personality on Absolute. point. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. You gotta shine some way. <laughs> you can't just be the ugly kid in class. Like, just waiting though. Just like, you can't can't do no average shit either. You when know I was mean? growing up, I was an ugly kid in class, and I didn't have nice clothes. It was just double whammy. But you were funny though. I wasn't funnier. I wasn't funny till like later in life. Mm-hmm. I was just me. You were just out here. Yeah, I learned. I had to learn how to be funny. But you see what I'm saying, though. Like you gotta learn. You gotta have a skill, a trait. Okay, I could sing when I was younger, so that, oh, that kind of worked out. And you hooped as well. I a little bit. Okay. I didn't. I didn't hoop seriously till older. Either. Okay. Yeah. So you were just ugly, just out. I was here? just ugly and out here. Just hey man, trying to find my place. Well, you know what? Everybody <laughs> don't have a happy ending, brother. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to. Somebody help gotta you, lose. I was man. trying to throw you a bone. I was trying to throw you a bone yeah, just yeah, now. Yeah. Um. That's, that's the reality. I'm not attractive. Shit. I tell bitches all the time. I don't. A girl told me she was like, you're so fine. Bitch, where? <laughs> not I. Hey, that shit be throwing me off. Bitch, tell me I'm fine. Yeah. Huh? You're so fine? Yeah. Who? Me? Yeah, yeah. Hey. Who, who I always, every girl that I was ever like attracted to me, I always thought like, this bitch about to play me. <laughs> she she playing. Like, she, there was this one Why girl. Why you gassing was, me? There's this one girl I was with. And like, I used to look at her just like, is this a joke? The whole time? The whole time. Is this a joke? Yeah. She playing me. Fam, but when I had my keloid, and I had it for like four years, mm-hmm. right? I felt so terrible. So when women <laughs> would tell me that I was attractive, I was like, but you got low standards. Like, <laughs> you better. You I don't want to fuck this. with you now because, because of your low standards. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> this is your fault. Whatever happens from here on out, this is on you. <laughs> you know what you got yourself into. Exactly. I'm not attractive at all. Exactly, all right? yeah. Yeah, and I just, know this. Yeah, and I know I'm not attractive. Yeah. All right, so you're not gonna try to don't try to convince me. Don't try to hype me up. Who, who you trying to convince? <laughs> you get mad? Yeah, fuck out here, bitch. <laughs> who are you hyping? <laughs> that shit's hella funny. Um, fuck. All right, this is uh, episode 45 of the Reshow. Uh, thank you guys for sticking with us through our foolery. Um, I have my man Mac in here. Please introduce yourself, sir. What's good, man? You know who it is. It's Mac, man. AKA AKA RIP Fat Mac in the building. Shout out Mac and Nelly. Just my fucking. Don't, don't let that be the quietest part. That was going to be there. Shout out Mac and Nelly, man. We, <laughs> we coming back. Season two. Uh, we took a little hiatus, but we'll be back. Yeah, man. I've been waiting on new episodes from you guys. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be it'll be dope to hear from you guys again. Um, like I said, man, Mac's in here today. Let's uh, catch up really quickly. Um, you said you didn't have the most exciting weekend? Nah, man. I was, what did I do this week? I didn't do shit. I had to take a CPR class. New job? For the new for the new job, okay. the, the teacher was hella cool. He was just like, "Fuck it, I don't really feel like being here, so we just gonna run through this shit oh. and take the test." That's hella dangerous. You <laughs> niggas don't know Look, nothing. I don't know shit. <laughs> I don't, I don't know shit. Die. I I know like the 30 to two, 30, 30 pumps, two breaths, and that's about it. I might crack Yo, a nigga sternum. Do you watch? Uh, that's hella funny. Do you watch The Office? No, but I need to watch it. I there's heard it's a, hilarious. There's an episode where they have to take a CPR class. <laughs> I, I forward you the shit, bro. Man, please. That's Anybody listening to this right now, if you watch The Office, you know exactly what, what that was I'm talking about. You know how funny that shit is. That's basically what Mac did this weekend. Also, if you're listening, do not choke or <laughs> go on a cardiac arrest around me. Because it's over. Because it's over. I'm giving them 30 pumps. I'm, I'm giving you those 30 pumps and 
<laughs> if you don't come back, it's over. Man, better hope that ambulance gets there right away. <laughs> but that was pretty much my weekend. I passed the test. Funny thing about the test. Well, what was the I, test based off of? It was uh, just a, like a video. We had to do a video. He gave us all the answers. We did. We watched like parts of the video. Nigga, what is going Real on shit. out here? We watched parts of the video, like the most important parts to him, and then we took a test. You guys took the summarized video. Yeah, yeah. And Fuck. then we took this test, and he gave us these booklets, uh-huh. and we passed them to the next. <laughs> I don't know. I just have awesome luck because okay. the book that I got, somebody circled all the answers in my book. Fam, I'm scared. And I still got an answer wrong, but I, somebody, somebody, <laughs> <laughs> but somebody circled all the answers, so I passed with a ninety. So I'm, I'm out here. Cheat and still lose. I'm out here with a with a uh, CPR card, so I got you. There's a card for it. Yeah, you about to be the dude flexing with the card on, on the gram watch. I'm gonna be the dude flexing with the card, and until I have to use it, that's hella funny. Because I'm not putting my mouth on you. <laughs> so what was the point of take? Just for the just, job. Just for the job. Okay, I'm not mad at that. You got yeah. the job. We I got the job. Yeah, all for right. sure. Yeah. Nice pay. All that good shit. Oh, good, good pay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm moving up. I'm moving up slowly. But Congratulations. Slowly. Thank you. Um, this weekend, um, my weekend was a blur, man. I did a lot of shit this weekend. It was real fun. Um, we went to the daylit party thanks to uh, Anthony Ukago. He was our guest last week. Uh, part of the part of Layback Allure. Um, they throw the daylit parties with. Uh, uh, the collective, they invited me out. It was a great time at the party. Um, I had white jeans on. I was feeling myself a little bit. Ooh. Um, hey, I never wore white <clears throat> jeans. How does that feel? Me neither, bro. It was empowering, though. Was it? Yeah. I'm I felt kind of weird at first. Spilled some red Kool-Aid in my Fam, I, th- I thought that was going to be my night. I man. thought I was like, man, I, I got these white jeans. The chick convinced me to buy them. Bro, you got to have, like, a supreme confidence exactly, in Exactly, bro. Damn. Exactly. Yeah. No, I did I'm it. I'm going to get me a pair. It, it, it turned out well. I'm going to wear them next summer. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Next time you got to do it. Because I'm always the dude that was like, because when I'm talking to the girl on the phone, she was just like, you're like, I showed her the shirt that I was going to get. She's like, oh, those will go with some white jeans. I'm like, I instantly said no. Yeah. Absolutely not. White I'm jeans. I'm not doing this. I'm not a white jeans wearing nigga, so I'm not, right. no, nah. And she was like, nah, they look real nice. You know, like, what shoes did you plan on wearing? I showed her the shoes. She was like, oh, yeah, you got to go with the white jeans. Absolutely. Then I had a sale, so I got like these uh, burgundy pants as well. Uh-huh. So awesome. I put it together. It was nice. White jeans. White jeans. Fire. Did you lay him out on the bed? I did. With the, with the shoes <laughs> in the bottle? I did. With the socks too? Because my sock game is crazy. So yeah. I actually have like white dress socks. You know what I'm saying? So okay. I have white dress socks with a little bit of red in them. white dress socks. I do. Oh. I do. So the whole fit. I'm going to show you the picture. Man, right show now. me the picture. Yeah, I was clean. I was clean. I know you was clean. Yeah, I, I felt clean. Were. And I got my hair cut too. So Cassie Oh, you was like, extra clean. Oh, absolutely. You see that? Your girl let you out the house with the white jeans on? What girl? Oh, oh, oh. How many you bag with the white jeans on? Fam, I, uh, none. I am, I am not doing hey, nothing you, This picture looks like an album cover. Go it to, does. When you listen to this, go to Reese's Instagram and, and uh, comment an album cover name on, on this Oh, picture. yeah, best caption wins. Best caption wins. We'll do a ticket giveaway or something. We that looks some like a Donnell Jones, best of Donnell Jones classic. Oh, that's hella funny. The best of Donnell Jones? Bro, it looks just like that. That's fire. You see that's hella fire. Away? She likes me too. She gave me the little accessories. Oh, you, got the accessor- you accessorized with the white jeans. I had to accessorize with the white Bro, jeans. You're fly. Yeah, I, no, I appreciate it. That's why I said to that. Yesterday we went to the. Okay, so back to my weekend. We went to the um, the Ill Vibes party. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know uh, Nate Robinson and his company were sponsors for that. Um, so shout out to Ill Vibes because they threw a great party in Skyway. There was at least two, three hundred people there in my man's backyard. It was tight. So when I hear That's people so say good. shit like, uh, "There's no black folks in Seattle," and then I go to an event like that, it was popping all night long. We went from like, I think the party started at like four. We right. showed up at six. It went to 11. I hate when people say that. What? There's no, There's no black folks. Just nobody likes you. That's why. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the issue. You don't get invited. You don't have friends. You know? That's the nobody, issue. Nobody fucks me. Don't you. blame Seattle because you aren't yeah. connected. Yeah, yeah. Because when I saw that, when so I posted on my Instagram last night and hella people hit me. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, where's this at? I'm like, how did you not? Okay. Hey, I don't know. We're in Skyway of all places. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, in my man's backyard. Like, you had to yeah. know about this. Um, so, shout out, <laughs> shout out to my man, uh, Eric Calligraphy, for inviting me out, man, and making sure we had a great time. Um, and then my um, guy Mo got married, Mo and Joku. So, congratulations Congrats. to him and Jess. They got married yesterday. Um, DJ Famous spun at their wedding. So, we all went out last yeah, night. Fang, what up? Yeah, Famous did his thing last night. Him and Swerve. Um, we went to Grimm's and then we went out to eat afterwards. It was a beautiful thing. Um, what else, man? Did we do anything else? I just partied all weekend. I stayed all up for like 24 that hours yesterday. Lit. It was fun. 
That this, sounds popping. This weekend was a lot of fun, man. Um, and so just coming off of that weekend, going into um, Sober September. It's sober lit. September's here? It's not lit, actually. It's, no. I mean, we're, we're going to have some fun. It'll be... <laughs> we, you got to get shirts that says Sober September. It's not lit. It's, <laughs> yo, I know plenty of people that make shirts, too. So I'm going to start with the one. I'm going to just have that. Yeah. That's going um, to be tight, man. So, um, yeah, Sober September. So what that means... Uh, and thank you for everybody who, like, wants to participate, who's joining me on this journey, um, because, and I was just tweeting about this as well, um, alcohol can be a bit of a crutch for mm-hmm. a lot of us. I, I realized that uh, after the year that I've been having, I um, I have been drunk every weekend since New Damn. Year's, basically. Damn. Yeah. This year? Yeah, this year. Damn. Been drunk every weekend, partying, kicking it, popping it, mm-hmm. uh, even, you know, times during the week, you know what I mean, like getting up, going, having to go to work, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, lit or whatever. And it just became too much of a crutch. And, it, and at, at some point, it wasn't even escapism. It was more like, I need this to get through onto the next whatever, you know. Right. Um, and then it just puts you, it, alcohol is so, what's the word? Influential in our lives. Like, it's so mind-altering at times. Like, you don't really know yourself. You can't yeah. really get to know yourself as much. Uh, I, I've argued with friends, family, true, you know what I mean? And it's, it's definitely worked to my detriment a lot of times. A lot of really late nights where I had to look at my phone in the morning. We're like, damn, I text that. Or, damn, I sent, you know, so I shot that text off. Like, Jesus Christ, the fuck was I thinking? Cup setter rose. Bruh, I'm trying to make it a thirst. <laughs> the thirst. And just, you know, just getting my, my state of mind back and, and um, realizing like, my own power within myself, you know what I mean? Getting to know myself more. Um, and I want to lose weight. So that's an, a, a huge detriment. Hell yeah, hell you know what yeah. I mean? So just the health benefits. And I have a friend, I'm not going to say her name, but um, she listens to the podcast. But she's actually in the hospital right now. I think her uh, liver's at like 5%. Damn. Yeah, so. She a heavy drinker? Yeah, for years. Um, and I think that it was just kind of like, like I said, the same thing. Like, you know, every weekend, getting lit, you know, whatever, during the week, you're just turning up and, and all that. And even times when you're not turning up, even times mm-hmm. when you're not partying, you're just having a normal day. But then you got to have like two or three shots. Couple shots, then, yeah. You know what I mean? Or a beer and then whatever else. So um, it, just her and it's a friend I went to elementary school, middle school, high school yeah. with, you know, um, they don't assume that she's going to make it past mm-hmm. this year. And so a lot of us are really saddened by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, alcoholism is a thing. Like, not even just not even just being addicted, but, like, just the damage you do to your body. Yeah. You know, alcohol poisoning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really want to take just this month, uh, you know, just a month. You know what I mean? Just a 30-day period where we're not drinking, we're not – I mean, we can still party and turn up. We always want to do that. Yeah, but, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, like I said, we could take a break from the alcohol. Oh, um, sober Saturday. <clears throat> so we're just all September, G. So it's going to be tight. Uh, so, again, thanks to everybody who um, is participating because it's going to be a really good thing for for all of us. And then upcoming this it. weekend. again, And then it could be whatever. Like you said, you don't really drink like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And you don't smoke anymore either. No, no. But for those who do, like if you want to join and you're not really that much of a drinker, if you want to mm-hmm. cut back on smoking, I know that's a little bit harder for a lot of people, but... Um, <laughs> but if you want to, if you want to make that your sober September, then you can do that. I encourage everybody to take a step away from their vices. A lot of times, yeah, yeah, we don't really realize how much of a crutch it becomes, oh, and how many excuses we make, um, you know, just to a lot for uh, again our vices. So, um, I, I just recommend that everybody, you know, take a step away from that. Definitely, September here in the month. We're starting today, and we're moving forward. Uh, and then again, Ty's Mental Health Retreat is this upcoming weekend, um, Friday through Sunday, sixth through the eighth. Again, it's a hundred dollars. Um, Damn, it will be the weekend 2K <clears throat> come out. I am not going to <laughs> But I will go to the next I will definitely go to the next one. I think the next one's going to be in January. I'm there. Um, I'm there. So, yeah, man, um, it's $100. Um, I got Kev put up 50 bucks. I'm putting up 50 bucks for somebody else. Um, it's going to be a great time. It's out in Cleelum. It's going to be tight, man. Oh, so, that sounds dope. Man, yeah. She, she can't move her back a week. <laughs> man, she's been planning this for hella. I'm gonna, and I it's got, the second one. So, I she did with 2K the first week. <laughs> Well, you go, come in January, fam. Is she got internet connection at the retreat, fam? I don't, I have no idea. I mean, I would assume so. Because two K is part of my mental health therapy. Is it? Yeah, I mean, I, I like to say it is. <laughs> does, it, <laughs> does it help with shit though? It helps me escape. Life. Escapism, yeah. But yeah. does it become something that you become addicted to? Like, does it become a vice? Oh, that might be part of my sober September two K. Taking a break from two K. Damn, but it's come. I mean, you could, well, don't buy it until. I already bought it. You pre-ordered it? Yeah. The download? Yeah. Nice. Isn't that clutch? That's clutch it's as so fuck. Clutch. I stopped buying discs. I was like, oh, I can just download this. Oh, I got to stand in line. Fam, now I, I did um, Grand Theft Auto V that way, oh, Spider-Man man, that way, way, God of War. Oh, that's My the kids way. kids can't break the disc. 
if my kid breaks my disc, my daughter's 10 now. If I play a game that she, I'm, I'm going off. Off. I'll beat her little ass. All right. Uh, <laughs> but shout out to the, to the mental health retreat, man. I'm definitely going to the one in January. Do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it'll be in the same place. Um, I, and they're doing like a painting step. I think um, so true. Christina Martinez, I think she'll be involved to understand. I think she'll be leading the painting step. Okay. Um, yeah, so that'll be tight. Yes, um, it'll be a great experience for, you know, people of color uh, to come out, you know what I mean, and just be able to um, have something for ourselves, you know what I mean, that works towards our therapy. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into the shit. I'm going to ask you, sir. Are you ready for this? Yeah. What kind of paintings are you? I've been, you know, I knew I knew I was coming on the show for, what, about a couple <laughs> weeks now? So I, I've, I've been thinking, like, what? Because I know he's going to ask me this. Yeah. Feel like granny panties, bro, because I'm just too comfortable right now. Okay, you know I feel like I'm too comfortable in in where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I'm big. <laughs> I'm big. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I just got to get out of that. Okay. So, so it's I, I think I think I felt like granny panties like for some years now. Really, and I'm ready to feel like some sexy panties. Okay. But so, for right now. But for right now, I feel like granny panties, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're going to work on that. You, you got your weight loss journey popping? Yeah, yeah. So, you that's, get that's part of this, yeah. There we go. Um, so that, man, look, I've been wearing slacks the past four fucking days. Awesome. I had on some <laughs> had some black slacks on Friday. I had the white jeans on Saturday. I had some burgundy joints. I got some blue slacks on right now. I'm feeling real. I'm feeling lush. I'm feeling myself right now. I got a haircut and shit. <laughs> I didn't want to get a haircut. My barber was like, nigga, we got to make a decision. We got to do something. Yeah. So, shout out to Zay. He said, I sat in the chair. He said, dog, what are we doing? You, you lining up again? You wasting your time? <laughs> I was like, man. He said, bro, let me page you up. I got you. He's like, I'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, man, I had, a, I had a, like I said, I had a great weekend, bro. I, I felt attractive. I smelled mm-hmm. real good. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, I think, man, I, I feel like I seen this. Uh, damn, I can't even tell the story. <laughs> I <laughs> I seen this lingerie set recently, and it was okay. tight, and it was a, uh, it was red, and had like some black trim, and it was super nice. Oh, so you feeling sexy? That's exactly what I feel like. I, I feel oh, but this well, that's a great way to feel. I wish I could feel sexy. I want to feel sexy so bad. Come on, man, you got it. It's yeah, all it's all You just some white jeans. Yeah, yeah. Look at myself, Macy's. Man, if I get some white jeans right now, I'm gonna look like a fucking gallon of milk. Get the. <laughs> I fucking hate you, fucking, uh, Jumbo <laughs> White Chocolate Kit Kat. <laughs> man, look, man. All right, that's a petty question. You'll be good. We'll go shopping. We'll get some white jeans. Everybody buy white jeans. Oh, you can't wear white after Labor Day. Is that the thing, Keith? You can't wear white after Labor Day? Like I, for for the rest of for the rest of the year, I think. I don't know when it starts back up though. You breaking the rules around here? Yeah, man. Fuck that. Yeah, somebody's gonna throw an all white party. There was an all white party this weekend, yeah. right? Somebody, yeah. But I think that's why. I think people throw oh. all white parties because you can't wear white after Labor okay. Day. I think that's what it is, right? When can you wear white jeans? When did again? that come about? Is that like a superstitions thing? No, I, I think it's just like a fashion thing. I hate fashion. I don't like fashion either. I think fashion is the corniest shit ever. But you know what? I said that, and then uh, Sweets and Zoe came on the show. I heard that episode. Yeah, and they yeah. convinced me that only niggas that don't like fashion are niggas that can't dress. Well, I can't so, dress. Yeah, I couldn't dress See, either. I mean. Uh, Adidas shirts, shorts, <laughs> with some Nike flip-flops. <laughs> so I'm just all... I Matt, just, Matt came in and he seen my slacks. He said, well, I feel like I'm underdressed. <laughs> I said, I'm going to go kick it with Reese real quick. Let me, you know, just real fast. My nigga came out looking spiffy. I'm like, damn. Nah, I threw, <laughs> I threw this on this morning just because I was like, I'm going to continue riding this wave. I got I the slacks. I was just... And, like I said, I mean, you know, Zoe told me when she was on the show, she was like, you know, just look like you care. Look like you put a little effort See, into it. I wasn't giving a fuck either. That's why I stopped drinking like okay, this. Okay, I don't think fashion as a whole is trash. Mm-hmm. But no offense. I think white people fashion is trash. Like that okay. upper echelon shit where niggas be wearing garbage bags and shit. <laughs> and like, uh, wearing, like the fashion shows and shit like that? Like that shit trash. Well, people don't really wear that shit though. What's the point of making it if motherfuckers ain't going to wear See, it? And we had that conversation too. And I think Art. it's just the show, your showmanship, right? And the show... What you can do and show. Man, motherfuckers walking around with hazard signs on their chest <laughs> and shit and calling it fashion. People do that in, re- in real life, though. Come on, man. I saw somebody at a party uh, a couple weeks ago. The hat. Oh, excuse me. They had the, the wet floor sign. They had the, uh, now they had like the little bright construction <laughs> worker shit. Wet floor sign. That's oh, that's tight. 
That actually is pretty tight. That's kind of dope. I need to steal a, a no parking sign for the house. Yeah. I was going to steal one the other night, and my daughter stopped me. She do that. She was like, Dad, why are you doing this? Because. And I instantly felt hella embarrassed. I was like. But then would it be fucked up if you park there, and then, like, you get a ticket? Yeah, but we were going to steal it as I was leaving. No, I'm saying, like, you put you, you, you steal it. Are you going to put it in your room, or are you going to put it? No, I'm going to put it at the house. Where you park at? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm saying, wouldn't it be fucked up if, like, a cop rolled by? Oh, and just pulled it all the way into the driveway and gave somebody a ticket? Yeah. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. I don't, I would be pissed off, because it's like, fam, get the fuck away from my house. <laughs> but at the same time, I would cry. <laughs> that would be hella funny. He so just gave some random person a ticket in some other random person's driveway. Get the right. fuck out of here. Right. I fucking hate police. Now I hate cops again. <laughs> Listen, uh, I was going to ask you, bro. We're talking about this NFL shit. Mm-hmm. You never boycotted the NFL. No, not once. Are you? How do you feel about the whole Jay-Z shit right now? I don't want to judge it right now. Do, well, did you see what he, the I first seen press the, release? I seen the shirts. Or are you talking about the? The new shit. Yeah, the shirts. The, and the shirts and, 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 the, meal and all that shit. I haven't seen it fully, but I've seen like little snippets of it. Uh... I don't know, man. Uh, it's, it's too early to prejudge. And I don't want to, and, and I'm not like super woke or nothing like that, you know? So, right. But it's too early to prejudge. But if I was to judge it, it just looked fishy. Yeah. It looked corny. I, um, so because it happened so fast, mm-hmm. at least with the shirts and all that shit, it happened so fast that led me to believe that that was already something they had lined up. Yeah. Like they were going to do that regardless, right. I feel like. Right. Um, but the inclusion of like Meek Mill and Megan Trainer and who was the other person? It was one other person, right? Musically. Um, but the introduction of them, that's Rock Nation's influence. I don't think that Right. I don't think the shirts and shit were Rock Nation's influence. Mm-hmm. I just think that that just happened to coincide with the announcement. Uh, but it does look fishy. It looks really weird. It looks um, I just don't What I, is okay, police brutality was the start of this all, correct? Right. Yeah, yeah, like protesting. What is this gonna do? For police brutality, as far as like what change can it make, or as far as changing, I honestly don't know. I um, and can you even change it? Because you can, but that's a whole systemic breakdown. Like Like, police, like they beat Rodney King's ass in '92. In '92, Mm -hmm. in the world, seen that. Yeah, it is now 2018, and now they 2019 to be 2020. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And now they're shooting people mm-hmm. on camera. I don't think anything, a shirt, a concert, a rapper, right. anything that they can put together will do anything for that. Well, we have to talk about real change and real reform and what that means and like how to break that down. And right. a lot of that change has to start from the ground level. I look at it like um, I've had a lot of sales jobs, right? Mm-hmm. And I look at like when th- when bad things happen, who gets blamed? Like the front lines get blamed, right? Right. But it can't just be the front lines. Like, those behaviors, those characteristics, those whatever, that it's a trickle-down effect. It starts with someone at the top who has an idea Correct. or this set of ideals, right. right? And through their speech, through their actions, through mm-hmm. their influence, those things trickle down to everyone else, right? So now everybody starts to adopt that, whatever those philosophies are. Right. So people don't think that it's wrong, right? So the cops, or at least the police officers that we're seeing, mm-hmm. they're not the – they are a problem. Right, but they're not the cause or the root of whatever that problem is, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about white supremacy on the highest levels mm-hmm. and the blatant disregard for to not just people of color but human life. Period. Right. You think about capitalism, right, and how it's um, almost in every single aspect of our society and what that means, right? I think it was a was it Lyndon B. Johnson that said, um, "If you convince the poorest white that he's better than the highest black, you know, the, you'll, you'll always have an advocate or something to that extent." Um, and I think that Whew. is an issue in itself. That's just crazy. I think with that philosophy, because that's what we have, it's kind of how Trump got elected, right? You know, these poor whites voting for Trump. You know what I mean? Like, and when they get rid of Obamacare when, when they're on the, the affordable the, the, those are Those are niggers, in my opinion. That is like, some crazy shit. Like, fam, with the Affordable Care Act, and they're like, oh, yeah, uh, get rid of Obamacare, but keep the Affordable Care Act. Like, my nigga, this is, you obviously haven't read anything. You haven't read nothing? <laughs> you didn't read shit. Obamacare is just a, a, a slang term for. The, okay. Oh God. Yep. But and you yeah. gotta follow the way back, right? But those are the issues, and like, that, and we gotta break it down from the top down. I think at this point in time, I think we can't change it, at least in the ways that we want to change it. I think you can only just massage it and kind of make it, you know, look better. Um, which is why, on one hand, I hate what's going on mm-hmm. 
Jay-Z thing because we have, like, one of our biggest advocates for social justice and, you know, reform looking funny in the light. Right. But at the same time, I understand that he, at the position he's in now, can't make that change. How can Jay-Z affect the, the police? How can Jay-Z affect government? You know what I mean? Maybe he has friends who are influential and billionaire friends that can help, you know, with that. But those mm-hmm. are things that need to be done behind the scenes. We don't need to know. We can't know at, a lot of the changes that are happening. At what point do we stop looking to celebrities to be the f- on the front lines for justice, social justice reform? We should never. I don't know if you ever heard the uh, the speech. Well, not the speech, but the response to a question that was asked to um, Malcolm X, who was on a, uh, a TV show like back in I think the, the '60s, mm-hmm. and some, or I think it was the '50s. But they asked him, or he, he mentioned he was like, you know, only in our community are the athletes, are the mm-hmm. you know the musicians, the right. Whoever the celebrities are, those are the political leaders. Only in our community is that true. Because mm-hmm. you look to everywhere else, right, and that's not the truth. Right. The only example that we have um, of that in another community, at least to my knowledge, would be somebody like um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, right, when he became uh, governor. Yeah. Or when you have, like, Manny Pacquiao running for president, mm-hmm. you know, in the Philippines. But in our um, in our culture, it, it's really prevalent for our celebrities to be the, the leaders when it comes to social justice mm-hmm. reform and, and all that. We have to get away from that. And not to say that they're any less qualified than anyone else, but mm-hmm. you actually might be less qualified than someone who went to school for this, right, and someone right. who's actually in the community is doing the work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We look f- for money to be the uh, the qualifier. Mm-hmm. Look for celebrity and status to be the qualifier to be able to speak. Because and we feel like since they have the money, then they in turn get in those circles to be able to kind of infiltrate that? Well, I think we understand influence on a different level. I think once, you know, like we have like big time athletes, like, mm-hmm. like LeBron James, right, who's doing an amazing job, you know, uh, what he's doing as far as uh, he has a school now, you know, he's putting his people in position to make money. Right. But LeBron James is not a politician. Mm-hmm. Right. Jay-Z's not a politician. Right. You know what I mean? But we look to them for the accolades and we acknowledge them mm-hmm. and we put them on these pedestals. But, yo, you're not qualified to right to make a law. To get a law passed. You know what I mean? Well, see, that's where I get confused when I'm, I'm seeing these debates. And, like, I've been seeing these debates about Jay-Z. And mm-hmm. I haven't said anything because I'm just watching. Mm-hmm. And people people are saying shit like, well, you got to get somebody's foot in the door. Somebody has to infiltrate the circle. Mm-hmm. Well, in, in regards to Jay-Z, it kind of confuses me because then he just tell us, like, you're still a nigga. You know, in four for four, like yeah. that was his whole thing. Still like, nigga. Yeah. you can be here, you can have this much, you can have whatever, whatever. You're still a nigga. You right. know what I'm saying? So I don't get how we expect Jay Z to help anything because, at the end of the day, no matter who you are, no matter where you, your influence is, you're still gonna be a nigga. I think that we have to start asking the right questions. In my opinion, like, what do you want from Jay Z? Mm-hmm. That has to be asked. Yeah, yeah. Like, what what are your expectations of this person? You know. Um, because it can't be Jay-Z is going to stop police brutality because that's, if that's your expectation, brother, you, yeah, you're, 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 you're completely out of whack. Right, right. Um, but I think we have to start asking more pertinent questions that align with who that person is and what they have access to and what they can do. Uh, so if we start talking about Jay-Z, no, I don't expect that, but I could look to Jay-Z to start a charter school like like LeBron James did, right, mm-hmm. to help us become more educated right, or, right. Better, you know, or have better education or access to better education. Um, like exactly. I know that was like a, a struggle Diddy was going through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can look to Jay to, uh, or, or I can have the expectation for Jay Z to start putting us in position to make more money off of our own products. When we talk about um, ownership, like you own all the rights to your podcast, you and uh, Nelly own the rights to your guys' podcast. Mm-hmm. I own the rights to mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How do we monetize that and make that a thing? Right. Someone like Jay Z may have the information for us to be able to say, okay, this is how you monetize this. Mm-hmm. This is how you own your masters and all that type. You know what I mean? Okay. Those are the things I think we need to look to them for. Okay. We don't need to look to them for uh, social justice and reform. I mean, they can help affect that. Like, <clears throat> you know, he you know helped bail out so many fathers on Father's Day, mm-hmm. right? And he helped uh, bail out a lot of the protesters when, uh, in Ferguson and in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Those are phenomenal things, right. right? But I can't expect you to, again, pass a law yeah. or introduce a bill to the yeah. Senate. You know what I mean? Like, those are not things. So, okay. On the flip side of, on the flip side of that, mm-hmm. let's talk about us as a people. Okay. And this is just I'm, I don't want to because I seen a Jay Z clip where he was talking about um, we grew up with single moms. I, I saw you that. seen that yeah. clip? Mm-hmm. And we we're we don't listen to authority. Okay. I don't want I don't want anybody listening to this to think I agree with that statement. Yeah, I, I don't just, either. I just want to know 
can we as a people do anything to to lighten the blows? As far as what? As far as the way we're treated. Is, the way we're treated? Is, 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 any, is any of this in our control, do you think? Yeah. I think I, some. Not all, I don't, I don't think. But I think, okay, I'm going to say this. I've said this before. Uh, it was very unpopular when I said it. But I do believe in segregation to an extent. Mm-hmm. Because if you constantly surround yourself uh, amongst people or it, within a system that you know you're going to get shit on, you know you're going to get spit on, you know you're going to get you know, disrespected mm-hmm. continually, right? But you continue to invest in that system, right? Then you're just doing this to yourself, right? right? Which is why we need our own whatever. We need our own businesses, right? We need our own neighborhoods. We need our own, uh, we need to own our own properties. We need our own education system. So that way we're surrounded by the people who have our best interest in mind, mm-hmm. right? Where fair is not just subjective. Because when you look at, like, what's fair, or you ask somebody, like, what's fair? They could say, oh, this is fair for you. I'm going to give you... I got 10 apples, I'm going to give you four because you're bigger than me, right? right. I'm going to give this person six because they're smaller. Mm-hmm. That's not, in their mind, that's fair. Right. Right? It balances out somehow, whatever their, whatever their balance system is in their mind. You know what I mean? But in reality, you got stuck with one less apple two, or two less apples than this other person. Yeah. So how is that really fair? You know what I mean? And, like, mm-hmm. and that's what we're seeing a lot of times in our education systems. I know um, my daughter is always like placed higher you know, in her grade. Um, and I watch how the teachers talk to her as opposed to how they talk to other students. You know right. what I mean? And people try to justify it, say, well, that's their learning style. Or this is, nah, but that's not fair. Don't talk to this person different than you, you know, talk to this person. Don't treat this person differently. So we have to surround ourselves um, with ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that way we know what we're, what we're aiming for. We know what we're going to get. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that's, the, that's how we can affect how we're treated by society. Right. People are always gonna look at you how they gonna look at you. There's yeah. in- inherent racism, and racism runs rampant. And even if it's not racism, it's prejudices, it's biases, you know, it's uh, stereotypes and, and all those things. But you know, everybody should have their own communities where they know they can go and be safe, not have any worries. I I, I kind of agree with that, but then I don't know. It's that that concept is is so it can get weird I feel like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because <clears throat> yeah okay so we segregate boom now we're with our own I don't. I think no matter what happens there's always going to be a power structure where somebody's going to be corrupt mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so say we do segregate mm-hmm. and say we do have our own this and own that we have our own power structure we have our own leaders we have our own police right do we expect those powers to not be used in the wrong way. way. Yeah, no, I don't think that at all. I think that there has to be a system of checks and balance. I think you break it. I think you break it all the way down and you do it differently right. than what we've seen now, right? Like obviously, like the policing system that is in place now is mm-hmm. broken. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So if we were going, and I, I don't mean segregate. I don't even want to use the word segregate, just because it's it's uh, yeah, it's just strong. The history with yeah. the, of the word. I mean, it's basically apartheid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so, but, but I think that there does need to be a separation and a regrouping. Um, of like-minded, like-cultured individuals. But I, I think you break down those systems. You don't repeat what's already been done. Right. Because you see that that doesn't work, so why would I just go do that with black people? Mm-hmm. That shit doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, with white people, it doesn't work with anybody. You right. know what I mean? Let's do it differently. And I think that that takes, that's going to be a much larger conversation and a much larger and longer process right. than, I mean, it's, it's a really far-fetched idea. You know what I always think about? <clears throat> I just think it's weird that we have, when you strip everything down to its basics, mm-hmm. you know, I just always thought it was weird that you have one human that can tell another human what to do. Mm-hmm. You can have one human that can make a human do something else. Like, to, to let's say... You mean as like far as influence? Just or? anything. Okay. So let's, let's say, like, drugs. Okay. Like, how can another man tell you you can't do crack? Right. How can how can another man put you in handcuffs? And I understand there's laws, or whatever. Just forget all of that. Right, right. Like I always thought it was crazy that how somebody has authority over you. Yeah, I always, yeah. Who assigns that authority? Because at the end of the day, we're all humans. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're all humans. So I don't know. It's just, just like life to me is weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird because it's it's it, it's a um. What am I? What's the word I'm looking for? There's like, 
um, there's positives and negatives to everything. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's positives. There's positive to the structure that we have, and then there's neg- negatives. At which point do we figure out? Do the positives outweigh the negatives, or right. vice versa? Right. And right now, it just seems like the structure that we're in, which has positives, the negatives just don't. It, it doesn't make it worth it. Right. It yeah, doesn't it far outweighs. You know positive. what I'm saying? The negatives or how shit is does not make things worth it. It doesn't make the laws that we have don't make it worth it to have police to enforce them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. though we do need laws to keep people in check, but it's like, damn, like, somebody's always going to take that shit and misuse it. Well, I think that's the, that, that's the human nature aspect of things, though. I think that um, no system is perfect, right? right? When you look at the way that a system is set up, right. it's supposed to be uh, totally beneficial, mm-hmm. right? But what you get is people abusing whatever authority that they've been granted. And with authority comes submission as well, right? Mm-hmm. So for someone to have authority over you, you needed to have accepted that, which means you submitted to that concept. Right. If you don't submit to that concept, then no, you can't place me in handcuffs because that's just not going to fucking happen. Right. You know what I mean? You're not going to just run up on me and, and try to do whatever you can to me. Right. And I think that a lot of people submit because it's easier than fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking, remember we were talking just earlier, me, you and Keith, talking about people, you know, like boycotting the NFL. Like it's easy to not do something. Mm-hmm. Right? It's harder to fight something. And I think you just have a bunch of people who are weary, broken down, don't feel empowered to fight, don't feel empowered to struggle, uh, won't sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Not to say, and I'm not telling anyone that they should sacrifice because I don't, I don't know your livelihood and you know how you live, but um, it's harder to do those things. It's harder to go without. Because right. in order to change something, you got to go without something, or you got to sacrifice something. Yeah. And it depends on what it is. Like we're again sober September, right? Like go back to that. In order for you to get like whatever mental health or physical benefits of not drinking, you have to not have alcohol. Yeah. You know what I mean? People are going to rebel against that. People don't like to miss out on shit. People don't like to sacrifice. Oh, yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. So, um, <laughs> yeah, like one of the bros today was like, bros, get a bottle. I said, fam, we're doing sober September, my nigga. Like, yeah. But it would be easy to just go along with whatever that is, you know? Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of people just going along with whatever systems we have in place just because it's easy to not fight it. And, and, it's, and to that point, some people benefit way more from it. Mm-hmm. Something that, okay, so... That takes me to to what we were talking about with celebrities being our social justice warriors or leaders. Leaders, yeah. Some of these guys are so out of touch. They're in a different tax bracket, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And they benefit mm-hmm. different from shit than we do. Right. At the bottom. You know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't get how anybody could expect them to be the voice for us when they somebody like LeBron, I think LeBron, and even though Jay Z came is probably cut from the same cloth, I think LeBron is a special case. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think LeBron would ever lose that touch. Really, I, I can see it happening. I could. I want to have faith and say like I, I want to have faith it. in him. I get it. And and say that I, I don't see it happening for him. I feel like somebody like Jay Z. I feel like he lost that touch a long time ago mm-hmm. because I like Jay Z does seem like he's a self interest guy. Absolutely. At the end of the day, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and and that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Like I understand that completely, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just feel like these guys can't really be for us like we want them to be. What happens is, this is what we're seeing, right? You have somebody who is a champion for the people, mm-hmm. right? They gain status, popularity, and with status and popularity, a lot of times comes the financial aspect of it as well. Yeah. So as you're rising, right, you lose. Say you. We look at it, let's look at it from a physical standpoint, right? Like, say you're, you're rising, you're rising, you're rising. Mm-hmm. The more you rise, the, the further away from the ground you get. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're not grounded anymore. Like, mm-hmm. your, your grounding can't be the people right. anymore. You can say that, right? But you're in different environments now, right? Mm-hmm. You're doing different things. And so um, I think just the further away you get, you know what I mean? Your perspective changes. Right. You talk about Jay-Z being like a self-interest guy. Right? You don't make that type of progress in life without protecting your own interests. Facts. It, it's, it's fucked up. I was playing Grand Theft Auto uh, recently, Grand Theft Auto 5. Michael said to uh, Franklin, he said, get in business, fuck over as many people as you can, as often as you can, you know, and eventually you'll live a long, uh, prosperous life. That's crazy. And it's fucked up, but that's exactly how, you know, uh, American society works. You get in business, you you make some some decent deals, Mm -hmm. you protect your own interests in it. You protecting your own self might be fucking somebody else over. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we... I don't know how the whole thing broke down between Jay Dame and Rockefeller and all that type of shit, but I mean, it's everybody basically has the same thing. They're basically saying that you know Jay fucked Dame over, mm-hmm. Dame and Bix. He fucked them both over. 
You know what I mean? And but now he's gonna do great things and have allowed him to do great things for other people. Mm-hmm. Would he be in that position? Uh, if he didn't do what he did. Yeah, if he did, yeah, if he didn't do what he did. Right. You know what I mean? So it's fucked up, but I mean sometimes you put yourself in that position to be able to do for others or benefit others. I'm glad that he's chosen to benefit other people. Like I said, you know, helping bail out some of the people from Ferguson mm-hmm. and Baltimore and paying for people's lawyers and, and things of that nature. Right. Not even just high profile people either. You know what I mean? But like people like I forgot uh, the name of the young lady, but he hired a lawyer to like handle their case. Mm-hmm. It's fucking phenomenal. You know, he could do that at any other point in time in his life, but mm-hmm. now he can, so he's deciding to. It's dope. So let's throw a curveball. Mm-hmm. You're Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, you're you, but you have the, the attributes network, yeah. or whatever gotcha, Jay-Z okay. has. What do you do? Uh, I build neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I would do. I would build neighborhoods and build schools. That'd be like one of the first things that I would do. Um, you look at like uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know, like it was back in the the fifties or the sixties, and they no, it was before that. I think it was like the thirties and forties. But they had like their own neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Like they had their own, um, you know, jobs. You're talking about the one that got got bombed, bombed with the plane. Yep. Yeah. Um, but they had like their own society mm-hmm. popping, right? Until someone came and destroyed it. But like I, that's what I would do because I love us. You right. know what I mean? I, but I say that from an altruistic standpoint because I don't have that authority. Yeah. And I don't have those things. But just me thinking, like, yeah, that's what I would love that's to do. Be the ideal move. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, again, if we don't look out for us, then who will? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think it should be the people in those positions. It should be the Diddies. It should be the Jay-Zs. It should be the – I would count Tiger Woods in this, but I can't. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, it should be those individuals who have access to those things mm-hmm. that are putting us – don't talk to me about black wealth and opulence and all these different things if you're not helping us along. Did you see the uh, meme where it was like, because uh, <laughs> you know how Jay-Z was like, uh, what did he say in 444? He was like basically knocking, buying expensive shit and like credit is like better than that. Mm-hmm. There was a meme that was like, what's better than buying $200 Jay-Z tickets mm-hmm. and da 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 It was like credit. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you I, see have seen that? I, mean? I have seen that. That yeah. shit floored me. The funniest <laughs> shit ever. People, you seen that thing where people are like, would you take fifty thousand dollars in cash for a meeting with Jay Z? Have you seen that? Yeah. That question. I'm taking the cash. I'm taking the cash. Yeah. The fuck, bro. I can meet. I can meet anybody I want to meet. I'm taking the cash. Absolutely. People are idiots. Money is weird because okay, so like you said, you will build neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Assuming that you had Jay Z's net worth yeah. or whatever. But money is so weird because like his net worth is like what a billion dollars now is up there. Something like, or him and Beyonce combined is a billion. I but does he really have a billion dollars to do that? Probably not liquid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's so weird. I think all his assets equal up it's to his a assets, billion or right. something like that. But I mean, but you still have access, right? Like it doesn't right. cost a billion dollars to build a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, it just doesn't. But it's fucked up because history has proven that you can build it. But then somebody's going to come fucking destroy the shit. Yeah. Um, and, and it depends on who your advocates are, right? And that's why I think about allies. I think about, um, you know, say white allies or, you know, whatever. Uh, George Lucas wanted to build a studio uh, in his neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. You know, George Lucas, Star Wars. Yeah. He wanted to build a, a Star Wars studio in his neighborhood. And basically, like, the homeowners committee was like, no. Nah. Like, they voted and was like, no. If you want to do that, you'd have to get, like, the overall vote or whatever, right? So what he did was he went and built, like, low-income houses. Mm-hmm. He built low-income houses, moved all the people in. He's like, yo, you guys have a year, live rent-free, whatever it is. The only caveat is that you guys have to vote for me to be able to build this studio when the time comes. So when that time came, all the people that he put in these homes fucking voted for him to be able to build a studio. Wow. And he fucking did it. That's using your influence. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And you're benefiting other people. Ultimately, it's a very selfish goal because that's what you wanted for yourself. But... Yeah, you were able to use your influence. You live rent-free for a year? Yeah, fuck I'll vote for you. God, I'm voting for you. Low-income housing is what? Yeah, bro, I got it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, it's popping. But, like, shit like that, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. those things, something like that shows that it is possible. Yeah. But do you have to have a George Lucas to be able to do it? Do you need, like, some white or Jewish dude to be up there with you, like, as part of, like, your ownership group or something like that for for you not to be destroyed? You know what I mean? Yeah, probably. Which is... uh, It's always a white knight. Yeah, and that makes me feel a way because it shouldn't have to be that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, because I think overall we need to, like, start rejecting help from different people. You know what I mean? If I can do this on my own, we should kind of thing. I don't want to be this guy, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be this guy. Go ahead. When do we leave these racial labels in the past? That's right, what? 
as far as life overall, like, you mean like white black. Yeah, when do we when do we when do we put that aside beside us and um, move on from that? I don't think you should. Why not? But I think differences are important. Right. I think that um, there is a beauty in um, diversity. Okay. Right. I think that instead but can, of but can we be diverse culturally and not skin color wise? Well, I think that you I think you be proud of whatever you are. Right, right. Because you have to, right? I mean, that's kind of the way that the world is kind of based. It's like everything's against you, at, at least for us. Right? Mm-hmm. A lot of you know minorities and people of color. But I think that there's nothing wrong with being proud of where you're from and your heritage and your right. ancestry at all. I think we need to remove the negative stigmas from and the stereotypes from those things. Mm-hmm. I think that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think that, I, and I, don't, I think white people should be proud of who they are. Be proud yeah, of who yeah, they are. Be sure. proud of a lot of your history. I mean, not all your history, obviously, but. <laughs> you know what I mean, but like, but be proud of the things that you that you've done. Fucking Holocaust, yeah. You <laughs> did that shit. No, chill, but, chill, chill. Yeah. Hey, stop. Hey. But you know, but 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 be proud of you know the things that you, your your culture and your race has accomplished, right? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have. To, I don't even want to say race like that, but just be proud of your people. Period. Right. And mm-hmm. when you meet somebody else of a different race or culture. Be able to enjoy what that is as well. You right, know what I mean. Be right. able to like look at it from a standpoint where you're not judging and you're not looking for it to be negative. You're uh-huh. just I'm experiencing this thing and this uh, these other people and this culture. Like think about the first time somebody traveled to a place where there were darker skinned people. Mm-hmm. Stop. Think about it in reverse. Think about the first time a darker culture people encountered lighter skinned people. Mm-hmm. What was that reaction like? Was it instantly negative? Probably not. You know what I mean. And so, like, whatever joy... Probably not from the darker skin side. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said reverse it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, you know, it's probably, like, joy and wonderment and, like, natural curiosity. Like, whoa. Yeah, like, yeah. yo, like, that's that's different. That's tight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what is this? What are you guys eating? Like, what is this? Like, what are these smells? You know what I'm saying? Like, man, right. what are you guys wearing? That type of shit. Yeah. And I think that that should never leave. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, I agree with that. I, I just don't think that we need to attach all the negative shit to it. I think we need to learn to rid ourselves of that. And that's okay. a lot of reprogramming yeah. that has to happen. Uh, I think it's possible. I think it's, but I think it's way down the line for us. Oh, God. Yeah, it's a, it's a very difficult road. This that we're is gonna, complex, man, for no reason. Yeah, well, people before us have complicated it. And I think that we just exist now and we're investing in whatever was already complicated. It's good, though, because I think more and more people are, I don't want to say waking up. I hate that term. I'm so tired of, like, woke. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, like, this is corny <laughs> to me. But a lot of more people are starting to see. Become aware. that Yeah, become aware yeah. that, you know, we're all here and we all need to survive. We all, you the know. World, the world is burning. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. The world is burning. It's like if the, if the earth, like, die today, it's not going to be like, well, you're black, so you're dead. You're white, you're good. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, it might be like that. <laughs> shit, maybe. And the current shit that we got set up now, it may be that way. That'd be some bullshit. Yeah, I'd be pretty upset. Mm-hmm. I'd be one dead mad motherfucker. I, I get what you're saying. That'd though. be some bullshit. Um, did you watch the Dave Spell? I did. I did. I actually need to watch it again mm-hmm. by myself. I watched it with my girl and, and um, her aunt. So I kind of didn't dive deep into it as much mm-hmm. as I wanted to, but what I did watch it. Though. What are your initial thoughts? Did it again, man. Oh, for me, it wasn't it wasn't super hilarious for me. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought it was like super funny. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't think it was that funny, mm-hmm. but I I I I thought the points that he made were very solid. It was kind of it was kind of made me feel uncomfortable, which I like. Mm-hmm. Because I I think that's his goal and that's always been him. He's always gonna say something that makes you feel uncomfortable and challenges the way you think. So I thought it was dope for that. I just didn't think it was super funny. Got you. But I mean, he said some shit. He did say. He some said shit. some shit, man. He said some shit. He ruffled some feathers. Yeah. And and I and I like it. I think everybody's feathers need to be ruffled. Oh, definitely. Everybody. I think that definitely um, ruffle those fucking feathers. I, I'm gonna get in trouble for saying this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I think that uh, people of the LBGTQ community needs to be offended at times. I think because um, I, I don't I don't think anybody should seek to be PC. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I do understand the dangers um, that come along with living that lifestyle because there are people who are bigots out there. There mm-hmm. are people who are completely against that style of life, right. you know, and who will threaten those people's lives, yeah. like, with violence and, you know, and physical harm, 
which is the worst fucking thing you can do for any reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because you have a prejudice against why I think that's fucked sure. up. But I do think that um, while we do need to have sensitivity around those things, I do think jokes are jokes. Yeah. I think jokes, uh, unless you're inciting violence, like you're calling for violence or calling for mm-hmm. uh, discrimination, I think, you know, a joke is a joke, man. Everybody gets joked on. I think oh, we're going to get into someone's turn. I don't keep saying this stuff. I, <laughs> I think that. Somebody's coming at us, bro. I don't even know the four letters. LGBTQ? As that's as much as I that's, understand. That's the letters? And I think there's a plus at the end. I, th- I think that um, everybody deserves to be who they are. Yeah. Okay? For sure. Everybody deserves to be who they are, and you should not be discriminated against. For that. For, for that, that reason. Yeah. Um, I feel like the where, where that community goes wrong is thinking that everybody has to accept them. Mm-hmm. Or, no, no, no not, not accept them. Um, everybody has, has to, to agree ally. or be an ally with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, for sure. It's none, of, it's none of our business. Do what you want to do. Love who you want to love. I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. But everybody's not going to agree with that. Right. And if somebody voices that opinion, that's not a bad thing. Right. If You know what I'm saying? As long as they're not threatening you or coming for you physically or, or trying to turn people against you, you know, I understand sometimes words can be used like that mm-hmm. to turn the masses right and it has been used but everybody's not going to be on your side you know what i'm saying yeah. everybody's not going to be for that everybody's not doesn't have the mental capacity to understand it right first of all right you know what i'm saying so i think they should be more concerned with being happy in who they are and not trying to convert everybody because I, everybody it's not a goal that's there's no end game in that right right you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll take it a step further to say that, I mean, I, again, I, this is going to sound really insensitive coming from us because we're not part of that community. Exactly, right. Um, and so I do apologize if, if we're coming off as extremely insensitive. But I will say that, I mean, while there is allyship, I think that everybody doesn't have to try to further your cause. But I do believe in right. protecting those who need to be protected. Oh, for sure. Um, I, I do. Th- I mean, if you're, you're a despicable individual, if you're seeking to harm someone or stop someone from doing something, just because they're different or don't have the same beliefs as you. Yeah. Like, I do think they should be able to get married in every single state. Like, yo, yeah. that ain't none of my fucking business. Bro. Right. Like, let them do that thing. That has really? nothing to do with me. What's nothing. other? And it and has nothing to do with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're trying to stop them for what? You know what I mean? Or like, whatever gay rights entails, mm-hmm. let them have it. Mm-hmm. Who, like, who cares? Right. The, I think the only thing I would disagree with is the bathroom thing. But, I mean, outside of that, like... Yo, do your shit, but like nobody should be able to stop you from doing that. Yeah, and you but shouldn't want to see. Thing can get fishy. Can get it can absolutely because um, you might have weirdos that want to turn into women, um, but still have their male genitalia. And that's and that's really shaky ground. So I'm not sure what's... You I, don't know all these people. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and that's why I don't I don't really have an opinion on that so much. I just could they have their own bathroom? But then that's like extra. Well, I mean, we we can accommodate. We spend money like on a other trans areas. bathroom. Yeah, I think that should be a thing. I definitely think it should be a thing because we spend so much money on other frivolous shit and we mm-hmm. pump so much money into entertainment and wars and all these other things. But you could build an extra bathroom, fam. Like, yeah. that's not the biggest shit yeah. in the world. You know what I mean? We're building bike lanes for every fucking person who wants to have a fucking bike. You know what I mean? Like, And we're taking in people. Like, there's so much more money coming in, bro. You could build an extra bathroom. Like, yeah. that's not that. To me, that's stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? Or like, But, like, why try to police someone's body? Why try to police someone's yeah, that's life? that's corny. You know, um, the whole abortion thing, the laws that being passed. If people don't want to have like, a kid, how do you, how do you gonna tell a woman she cannot uh, abort a baby? But you ever had raw sex? Yeah. Raw sex is amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, and you know, somebody probably got pregnant. They don't want to have this kid. I don't want to have this kid. She don't want to have this kid. My nigga, we just want to have a kid. People are like, well, just put a condom on. Like, I'm not doing that. Fuck the condom. I hate condoms. Fam, I hate condoms. And then women, and then like birth control <laughs> fucks with women. Absolutely and biologically, yep, that's not good for them, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, shit, people, it's just it's a control thing, yeah. And I and I think that's like a lot of the and again, I, I'm gonna sound really ignorant because I'm not part of that community. I'm not as well versed on you know what the policies set in place are, but I think that's a big thing too with like that community. Like mm-hmm. people just want to police them and control who they are, what they do, how they do it, that's when sick. they can do it. Yeah, it's that's fucking ridiculous. Sick. Yeah, that's sick. it's it. I don't get the opposition to some people's lifestyles. Bro, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't affect me at all. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm, I'm just not, I don't understand fucking with somebody just for no reason. Yeah. 
Like, for for fucking what? Why are you stopping people? Because it's based on the Bible? Because, because motherfuckers be gay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I get it. Like, I hear you. Like, though. you ever see these politicians that have these super yeah. ideals and yes. they put their whole platforms on anti-gay shit? Then they yeah. get caught in a hotel with a little boy or some shit. And you're like, my nigga. It's like, bro. I'm like, come on, fam. It's like, don't be mad because these people can come out and be happy with themselves, and you can't, right. or are struggling to be happy with themselves because the society is not for. That'd be the whole reason. I think one of the things that I, I think that we as a, a society need to understand, especially like black culture, mm-hmm. is that we say that people can come out and be happy with themselves, right? But that's not always the, the truth oh, because yeah. within our culture, there's only been a, a change within like the past ten years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Before that, like. If you're, it, it, we have so many slurs for gay people. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? That boy over there, he a tambourine player. Oh, oh he yeah. a little sweet. Mm-hmm. He got some sugar in his tank. All that. That makes it not easy for you to come out and do that. Yeah. I've had friends and family come out, you know what I mean? And they talk about how hard it was. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, things that they still struggle with um, because of the way that they grew up, you know what I mean? And because of like the things that we put on people within our own culture. Yeah. Um, I think women are stronger than men in that sense where they can come out and just be more in tune with themselves. Yeah, it's, it's got to be hard as a man. It's got to be, yeah. Especially because people, and I'm not taking put, away from how hard it is. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Don't no. say that. Yeah, but people group sexuality with masculinity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you're gay, oh, then you got to be like, you're Fruity. not masculine at all. Fruity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's crazy. That's crazy to me. Yeah, and like, I. Th- we had to strip those two things away from each other. Like yeah. Now we're, we're talking about toxic masculinity at this point. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you're trying so hard to be masculine right. that you're not even accepting yourself. But again, but I don't even blame those people for that. Yeah. I blame the it's, culture. Oh, it's trickle down. It's yeah. all this shit trickle down. And, and so many years of that being embedded in our psychology. Even me. I admit, sometimes, like, sometimes I, I catch myself being like, dang, why are they doing that? It ain't my business. Mike, it's not your business. Mm-hmm. It's not your business. I don't, and I, sometimes I have to reprogram myself right with these ideas I just got into it with uh with Claire on Twitter the other day over some shit White Claire? Claire Claire oh Cayenne Cayenne yeah, Moore yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I just got into it you can't, I can't argue with her I got into it with her the other day about being whore phobic whore okay cause I posted and I shouldn't have posted it but I <laughs> but but I posted that um, I was like, Shorty's selling her body on on the net for like three dollars and fifty cents, and she was like, "Delete that! Don't price shame." What? <laughs> Get the fuck and out like, of here! Hey, and, and at first I was being master and like, "What the fuck? Like, fuck out of here!" But then it's like at the same time, it's not my business. You know what I'm saying? I, I it's, it's not. I'm still gonna look at three fifty and be like, "Just three fifty, fam." But, look, she, man. but she was breaking it down like that's just marketing, and then I'm like, man. Shut the fuck up. Come on, See, this, but that's this people are too sensitive about shit. You know what I mean? Claire and I, I think she blocked me on Facebook because we got into uh-huh. a thing about I forgot, I forgot what we were arguing about, but um, this you can't st- you can't fight every fight, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem. People want to fight every fucking thing. Fight. They should even said it, bro. That's all. It's like every day I get on Twitter, bro. That's all I'm seeing is new argument. Is a new argument. Yep. A new debate. A new outrage. A new something. Pick what matters. Pick what fucking it's matters. Like, bro, and fucking run with nothing's that. ever gonna fucking get done. You know. No. 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 People get, bruh. <laughs> people argue about everything all day because that's entertainment, right? Like mm-hmm. friction causes attention. Right. You know what I mean? So when people are getting that attention, I've I've seen people. You you know people mm-hmm. that all they do is talk so much shit, and they continue to talk that shit because they're getting right. attention from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because your name is brought up in this thing constantly, like, right, right. or people are siding with you, and that's the like, bro. Like a lot of shit don't fucking matter, G. It don't. Like leave that shit alone. Like, I don't. That's why I stopped arguing on the internet because I'm like. Fam, I, and I know I could probably have a much bigger following if I just voice my every opinion and all that type of shit. But yeah. I'm just not gonna do that, fam. That's what I was having. I'm popping this yeah, on Facebook. Causing arguments. Causing arguments, yeah. Um, People thrive off that shit. Damn, we're at an hour in. I wanted to ask you so much other shit. We gotta, re- we gotta run this back. We gotta do a whole new oh, episode. We definitely gotta come back for this. Yeah, because um, I wanna talk to you about Max Potros and how you be blasting with Oh, yeah, we're gonna, we gonna go. Yeah. There. Yeah, we're we gonna talk about that. Damn, I gotta have you back. Okay, come back in October. We're gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do coming it. back. But, um,. <laughs> Yeah, man, I, I just, there, there are people that thrive off of that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's just like, 
that's the thing that's sustaining you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's so many other things that you could be enjoying in life right now, but you jump on Beyonce's internet every day just to fucking argue with people. Just to defend Beyonce. Did you brush your teeth this morning while you're talking <laughs> while about you're Beyonce's about net yeah. worth? My nigga. Like, <laughs> how the fuck do you... Fail. You can say, I don't even like that Beyonce song. Well, she's getting money. I still don't like that song, though. <laughs> that song's still I crap. don't give a it's fuck. Good. Yeah. And, and she doesn't you, know you. Is that you that posted that the other day? People arguing for other people or, like, putting each yeah, other down? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, wait, what did you say? You said... I was like, people got to stop... Uh, putting people down that you know or talking shit to people in defense of celebrities or some some something like that, yeah. Because people yeah. will do that. Yeah, I say shit all the time. Like you said, I don't like that Beyonce song. So what? You were saying that shit when and whatever insult, insert insult here. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like who? I don't give a fuck about none of that. This song still sucks. It sucks. Yeah, I, people got to stop, bro. Bro, I got attacked on Twitter because I was talking shit about Meg Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj's song. That song sucks. It was trash. Yeah. And the, oh my God, my bitches were, bro, I ain't never had this many bitches in my <laughs> life on Twitter. And it was just, oh, you fat ass. You need to be worried about yeah. losing 150 pounds. Wow. I'm like, God. But are you surprised? Damn. Though? Are you surprised though? No, I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah. But so, but you know, we know how to navigate through those of course, things. Yeah. So it, it wasn't like, it wasn't shocking. But I'm, but I'm like, but it made me think, like, damn. Like, this is what we do Y'all really other. invested. Yeah, I'm not mad at somebody. Okay, so I, I've definitely heard stories. Oh, my bad. I, I've definitely heard stories of people, like, celebrities helping change people's lives. Like, belief in that. Yeah, yeah. Know, inspiration, all that type of shit, right? And that's tight. And I and I do that. Because mm-hmm. I think that's what those things, music and art, exist for. Right? Yeah, yeah. But when you're so invested that you can't, that you're not being, uh, you can't be objective to something. Yeah. Like Jay-Z fans with this whole NFL shit, right? A hope is going to come through da-da-da. Uh, your boy look funny in the light, G. Be able to admit that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, even if you don't, maybe you don't agree, but at least I like, have some objectivity to what's happening. You know what I mean? But it's funny because, like I said about the whole shit with the Nicki Minaj shit, it's funny because it, it's those same people that throw in those insults. Mm-hmm. Those are the same people that will be on Twitter Telling somebody to stop shaming or telling somebody to stop bullying somebody. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. you're doing the same shit. You're doing the same you shit that you say? fight against every day. They say hurt people hurt people. That shit is wild. You know what I mean? That shit is wild. What did, what did Joe Biden say recently? The 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 oh, I can't what he say. The most dangerous victim is the one who creates more victims. Yeah. And that's and that's the society that we Damn. deal in now. You know what I mean? There's somebody who's victimized or became a victim, mm-hmm. probably not even due to their own circumstances or anything they may have done. But now they're going around creating more victims because of the hurt that they feel. They don't know how to properly process it. They don't know what to do about it, which is why mental health is really important because we need to be able to understand ourselves. We need yeah, to understand I've created some victims. I'm sorry, y'all. I've created victims. I'm sorry to the victims I created. Yeah, but you got to seek real retribution with that. You yeah. gotta, and closure is not always going to happen. Closure doesn't always happen. Uh, we got to stop. One thing I had to learn this year is stop trying to find answers to questions that you know won't be answered. Mm-hmm. Um, my guy, Devon Dinosaur, he says it all the time. Uh, he says, you know, stop stop looking for irrational people to be rational. Yeah. He says it all the time. And that's stop something I had, to, I had to learn, too. Like, okay, I, you're not going to make sense ever. ever. I, just, I have to stop looking for you to make sense. I'm yeah. only going to frustrate myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, I learned that, too. I learned Facebook, Twitter, all of that will teach yeah. you that shit quick. Absolutely. Uh, we got to get out of here. Coming up on that time. I do want to... Um, I didn't mention this at the beginning of the episode, but I do want to say it now. Uh, my nephew's funeral was yesterday. Man. Um, shout out to my, my brother, uh, his lady, um, my parents, her parents. Uh, her whole family came out. My whole family came out. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't a dry in the house. Um, I, I don't understand why a baby, four months old, I don't get it. You know, uh, if you're a person that has faith in, you know, Whatever you believe in, man, you know, uh, hold, cling tight to that belief. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, I think eventually it'll, it'll bring you to greater pastures uh, and it'll bring you to a light that you may not have seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of questionable – I've listened to my mom question a lot lately, and my mom's always been a pillar in her faith. And I listened to my mom – oh, she didn't she kill me for this. But <laughs> my mom cried on the phone to me the other day mm-hmm. and it was just kind of just giving me her, her testimony. And it broke my heart because this is somebody who's always my my grandmother's a minister. My mom's been always been deep into the church, always mm-hmm. deep in her word. And for my mom to question her faith the way she has over a, a situation like this, yeah, you know, like it broke me down. And so, um, 
I just I don't understand. So I, I said that to say I appreciate and I thank everyone that reached out uh, on behalf of my family, you know, just to make sure that we were okay, we were good. Um, it was a really, really rough morning yesterday, um, you know, and, and shout out to my brother. I've always said that he's the strongest person that I know. Mm-hmm. He's been dealing with heart surgeries his entire life, you know, and so for him to deal with that and his son, my brother wrote a letter to his son, and I... I, I lost it yeah. I, right now. Thinking let, of, let me lose it too. He, uh, <laughs> my brother, to a little man. Wow. It, it, my brother's 23 years old. He is the strongest person I know. He didn't shed a single tear yesterday. He, I, I've never had to cry on my brother's shoulder, mm-hmm. and I boo-hooed yesterday. Yeah. It's not fair. It's not. Um, my feelings are still hurt over the situation, you know, and to see my brother lose, you, you should never have to bury your children. Mm-hmm. Um, Grandparents shouldn't have to bury their grandchildren, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and especially when it's something that you didn't bring upon yourself. It's, it's not fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, if you if you believe in prayer, if you pray, please pray for my family. Um, pray for, uh, I don't want to say her name on the thing, but please pray for my brother's lady's family, and her, um, you know, her parents. They're going through it. Her sister said some beautiful words yesterday at the funeral. Um, so yeah, like I said, if you pray, if you would keep my family in your prayers, that'd be amazing. Thank you so much. Um, I think we're out of here. You got anything? You got anything coming up? Uh, McAnally season two coming McAnally up. season two coming up. 2K coming out on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Sober September, baby. Uh, look, look for me. My workout video's coming back. I ain't going to front. Just quick. Kind of fell off the wagon. Kind of fell off the wagon. I just want to come clean here. Okay. Kind of fell off the wagon with my workouts, but uh, I'm not going to let it discourage me. Let's get it going, man. Get back to it. What was your goal? 150 pounds? 150. Let's yeah. get it. How, how much progress have you made, or do you feel comfortable sharing that? Uh, well, before the fall off, I, I lost 26. And then, uh, so I don't know if I gained anything back. We all fall off sometimes. You know bro. what I'm saying? You know what so, they say? We all fall short of the glory of God. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just coming clean here, you know. Okay. Back, but I'm back to it. We appreciate the yeah. accountability. Uh, we got to do uh, sun, uh, family Sundays. Yes. Yeah, the workout pop on Sunday. So yes. we're going to organize something. Um, I'll, I'll let you guys know what's, what's going to happen. Let's do that, please. We got a uh, physical health is just as important as mental health, people. I know those aren't usually the conversations that we're having. But, yeah, man, eating cleaner, living better lives. Um, okay. I think we're out here. What was it, episode 45, I think? I'm trying to figure out the cover art for this shit. It's going to be tight. I got some dope shit in mind. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be fire. Okay. Uh, people, thank you very much for sticking with us. We didn't get to none of the shit that we actually had planned to talk about. Good combo, man. It was a good conversation. No, it was beautiful. I'm coming back. Yeah, we got Mac back on here. It's going to be tight. You going to be Nelly next time? She going to be nice to me? I'm going to try to bring Nelly. She's going to cuss me out again. <laughs> I'm going to try to bring her. Because Nelly has a lot to say, and she has a very, very valuable opinion on things. Yeah, she's a very diverse opinion, too. She says a lot of shit that's very unpopular. She just says oh, it. for sure. Yeah, I'm sure you deal with that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I you deal it. with that. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> All right, man, it's been episode 45. You guys have been beautiful. Thank you so much, and we'll see you guys next week.